Hello and welcome to episode 34 of the All Things Leeds podcast with myself, Ed McIntyre. And uh, sat opposite me on the desk is, as always, my co-host, Charles Foster. Hello, Charles. Hi, mate. You alright? Yeah, I'm not bad. How about you? Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, you good? Uh, yeah, just a little, little bit groggy and tired, but, you know, yeah. I have... <laughs> fairly regular thing so you get used to it <laughs> yeah you are always tired that is very true you are always tired uh well it has been the uh, international break it still is in all fairness uh so no league united game to go over but we will of course look back uh, on what has been a very busy uh period at ellen road still it is never quiet at ellen road is it uh we will of course look back at uh, england's past couple of games as well two wins for the three lions uh we will also look at the uh, least players who have been out on international duty themselves and how they did uh, there's plenty of other bits of uh, news to uh, get our teeth into uh, some bad some good some great even as of course Cameron phillips has signed a new five-year deal at Leeds united thank goodness <laughs> finally um and uh, we will of course look ahead to uh, this weekend's game as league football returns finally as well i hate international football <laughs> and the international break is almost over league united return to championship action this sunday as they take on barnsley away away at oakwell a yorkshire derby to get back into uh, back into the uh, championship season nice Looking forward to it. Yeah. Always a tasty affair. Yeah, we will uh, get into that later on in the podcast. Plenty of stuff going up here on the All Things Leeds podcast. So, uh, England then. Charles, two wins for them this week. Uh, uh, this international break buff Euro 2020 qualifiers as well the first of course was uh, last Saturday Harry Kane hat-trick and a goal from Raheem Sterling gave England 4-0 win uh, over Bulgaria at Wembley a very comfortable win for England there uh, but it was anything but a comfortable win for England on Tuesday night uh, wasn't it uh, England uh, of course playing away at South, uh, playing in Southampton uh, of course at home in England but it was at Southampton it wasn't at it, Wembley it, anymore it was away from Wembley so. yeah it was away from Wembley we'll class that as away <laughs> uh, England they were ahead uh, 5-1 at half time against Kosovo uh, but only managed to win 5-3 in the end a very entertaining game this one uh, and we need more games like it don't we we need more games like this one well, I was saying to you um, on the way I was, that I, I really respected the way that Kosovo approached the game they they kind of went helpful they didn't they didn't do the usual thing that teams do when they play England you know the kind of small nations where they just play defensive uh, very compact very tight uh, and just try to prevent England from getting any space they they pressed high they came to Southampton and came to win the game, which I respect here. I've got, yeah. I've got a respect for that. I like to, I like watching two teams that both want to win a game. That's what football's about. That's why some of the games that were in the, in the championship when Leeds play teams, where you just think, oh god, let's just let's just get the goal, let's get the goal, so we can win this game and move on to a better game. Because not every game's Leeds v Fulham. There's a lot of Leeds v Wigan out there. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of um, oh, the teams that are terrible in this league. Down the bottom, Huddersfield. Uh, <laughs> Huddersfield are garbage. Stoke, yeah. Stoke as well uh, in in the cup and and especially in the league, they were they were poor. Yeah. So you get a lot of them games, but this this obviously back onto the England games. This is very entertaining. It had, it had everything. It had yeah. Own goal. It had, uh, each team had a penalty. Had a very early goal as well in the opening few seconds for Kosovo. Yeah, massive mistake on the part of um, of Keane and Ross Barkley, who I. I don't think either of them two should be in the England side personally. <laughs> <laughs> They're very average. Um yeah. but yeah, England were kind of going forward they were world class and devastating and then defensively it was I've seen Leeds defend better than that. <laughs> and, uh, they, and that's something, that's saying something as well. Yeah, because <laughs> every single England player is probably worth 
nearly as much as leads the club, never mind yeah. leads the team. Well, I mean, Maguire were playing and he went to Manchester United for £80 million. So. And uh, Leeds United is worth £100 million <laughs> as a club. So And <laughs> and do you see the penalty that Maguire gave away? That was such poor defending. Yeah, it was really poor. Uh, he had more than enough time to stand up and stand him up, yeah. stand him up and, and knock out for a corner. Yeah. More than enough time. Absolutely. But, and, you know, there is weaknesses there. Yes, it's two wins. Very, you know, good wins. A lot of goals. Uh, nine goals in those two games. But we are good going forward. Raheem Sterling, fantastic. Harry Kane, of course, class. But st- defensively, st- we are poor. Sterling and Sancho were, were unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> Sancho was unbelievable, yeah. And it, they were they really were good. they were devastating going forward, but they, and uh, and we did link up quite well. Uh, Sterling's best moments were mainly for the, for the, a couple of the goals. That one where he received the ball just past the halfway line and completely just span his man and ran an extra like thirty yards to lay it off. And there was that one that one chance where I think it was Sancho's uh, second goal where he just tapped it round around the fullback and just left him in the dust it was yeah. it was brilliant yeah so uh, he was playing really well um but i see no reason why uh, declan rice is in that team ahead of calvin phillips i i i, I, <laughs> I defy you to tell me why that's the case <laughs> i have no idea why why, that, yeah. why that's happening so he needs to start giving more chances to players who are perhaps not always in the premier league and a few few youngsters as well because there's it's been that way for in the england uh, team for a long time there's that kind of stigma where oh yeah no matter how good players are outside the top six even if they're in not in teams that aren't as good um you should only play team uh, play players from teams like scum like liverpool like chelsea you should only pick players on them teams when there's a lot as southgate's proved there's a lot of really good players like if you look at ben chilwell from leicester great left back yeah played phenomenally at the weekend he was probably the best member of that defense um you get um you get players like I know we've just slagged off Rice a bit, but Rice is a decent player. He's not yeah. as good as Phillips, but he's a decent player. <laughs> he, he's, he's from West Ham. He's not from a top six side. Um, so, so you get uh, all sorts of players. That, Absolutely. And uh, Pick, uh, Pickford, he's at Everton. They're not currently in the top six, as far as I'm aware. Not really following the Premier League table. It's a bit early for that. <laughs> but they didn't finish top six last season. He's England's number one. Um, mainly because we're a bit short of goalkeepers. Yeah. Um, there is only him or Jack Butland, and we, we know how that goes. So <laughs> it's him. <laughs> so yeah, the idea the idea that you shouldn't pick Calvin Phillips over Declan Rice purely just because Calvin Phillips plays in the Championship is ridiculous. You shouldn't look at the league. You should look at the player. You, yeah. you, you're not sticking a league in a team. You're sticking a player in a team. And Calvin Phillips would complement that England team perfectly. Yeah. If you think about his diagonal raking balls out to the wing, picking out Sancho and picking out Sterling. It'd be phenomenal, yeah. And his and his defensive breakup play, I think, is better than better than Rice. Yeah, I'd absolutely agree. I w- I would agree, and uh, yeah, Colin Phillips. I'm sure that he will play in the England first team uh, in his career at some if, point. If, he is 23 we, years old. If so. we go up this season and keep hold of him, we could have the first uh, Leeds player in the, in the England side for quite a long time. Yeah. In the senior England side, anyway. That'd be great. I, I, can't, be great. I can't remember who was the last Leeds player to be a senior Leeds player to be in the England side. I'm not sure. I'm have to <laughs> that might have to be a Google job. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll find that out, um, but. That that would be brilliant. Yeah, that that would be fantastic. Uh, but there are definitely weaknesses in the defence that need that need to be shortened up. But you know, England we, we were ahead and we didn't we didn't get too carried away. And Kozovoda did come back in that second half and it was very entertaining. But we we, we kept hold of it. We kept hold of it. Harry Kane did miss a penalty surprisingly, uh, but we did keep hold of it. And uh, you know, we won. We won the game. Penalty that very poor penalty. Yeah, very poor Save, penalty. height. He could see by by his body shape which way he was going to go very yeah. early on. It was a poor pen. 
Um, but generally, he played pretty well as well. Yeah. All the attacking players played well. Yeah. And of course, it was a win and two wins here for England. Uh, England now only need one more win to qualify for the uh, European Championship finals uh, next year in uh, 2020. So, uh, happy days. Yeah, good. I mean, yeah. I can't. I think it's been ten years since the last time we lost a qualifying game. So we've drawn a couple, but we've not yeah. lost any in so ages. It's good to keep that record going. Yeah, yeah, it's a great record. <laughs> yeah. Of course, the England Cosville game was played at uh, St Mary's Stadium, of course, in Southampton. Uh, and of course, we had an England game last season, uh, last year rather, uh, ahead of the World Cup that was played at Ellen Road, and that was fantastic. The atmosphere was brilliant. The atmosphere down in Southampton seemed to be amazing as well. Do England need to play? away from Wembley a lot more often because the atmospheres are incredible we are spoilt as a country for stadiums that have good fans good atmospheres and and, big stadiums and large capacities yeah if you look at the Qatar World Cup they're having to build a bunch of stadiums you look at Scotland they've got Hamden they've got Ibrox they've got Celtic Park they've got a few in Edinburgh that's about it they're not going to go play at Aberdeen because that's a, that's a small stadium yeah. and Aberdeen are top, Whereas top team. In, in this country, you could play at... I mean, you don't want them to play, but you could play at Old Trafford. <laughs> <laughs> you could play at Anfield. You could play at St. James's Park. You could play at Ellen Road. You could play at Hillsborough. I mean, yeah. I don't really like promoting Sheffield Wednesday on here, but <laughs> if we're going to have to do it like that... Speaking of, she- of Sheffield Wednesday, Gary Monk, former Leeds manager, now being hired there. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's... They're all getting excited how everyone does when they hear Gary Monk signing for him, but... I, I, saw, well. I, I heard um, <laughs> on, the, on the Square Ball podcast they were mentioning that one of the uh, one of the <laughs> Sheffield Wednesday fans are saying looking forward to fast attacking football no. on the game. It's not going to happen. No, <laughs> uh, unless you have <laughs> what will happen is you'll he'll, he'll want to sign a brilliant striker, some, some your version of Chris Wood, and just and, give balls to him. <laughs> and we'll punt the ball to him for ninety minutes. Yeah, <laughs> that's basically. But, we'll go, and go he'll score thirty goals, <laughs> and you'll be really happy. But. Um, <laughs> Mind you, he failed at Middlesbrough. Didn't get them to the playoffs. Failed at Leeds. Failed at Leeds. Yeah. He... Didn't get us into the playoffs. No, but he gave us a very good season. He did fall slightly short, but it, that was probably his best season. Uh, whereas he failed at Birmingham, but obviously there's a lot of problems behind the scenes at Birmingham to do with financial fair play yeah. and their, their team. Um, but yeah, he's, he's kind of just popping up. It's like whack-a-mole at the moment. He's popping up <laughs> at a different club every season. Uh, he's just one of them, and he? he's just one of them managers that, you, you don't, managers you, that just float around. You don't want to get one of the a journeyman label because you end up in the same bracket as uh, as Pardew and uh, Allardyce and yeah. um, the, the like of them, and you don't want to be in that in that bracket. No. Uh, Steve <laughs> McLaren, you'll just pop up anywhere. Yeah. But enough about Guy Monk and Sheffield Wednesday. <laughs> Steve Bruce as well. He's another yeah. one that just pops up everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. He just leaves clubs when he gets a better offer. Yeah. <laughs> it just seems like it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, enough, enough about Sheffield yeah. Wednesday. Enough about Guy Monk. Let's uh, move on back to England. And uh, yeah, we, we should play away from Wembley a lot more often. It, yeah. it gives fans more of a chance to see England play because, you know, us up north. £50, £100 tickets down to London plus the ticket for the game you got to stay overnight if it's a night time which is really annoying it costs a fortune to go down yeah, there 200 quid um, probably around plus your petrol money be 240 yeah, quid or, or trains or, or, or coaches you know whatever it, it costs a lot of money to go down to Wembley whereas if they play all around more, better chance to see them and there's no reason not to either yeah absolutely and the atmosphere is incredible anywhere you go Oh, yeah, Ellen Road, that was incredible. It always is an incredible atmosphere at Ellen Road. But Southampton, that was even good as well. Better than Wembley, I'd say. Ha- hands down better than Wembley. Yeah, although the, the England band was still winding me up when I was watching that game. <laughs> they always wind me up, but they were <laughs> just the, the the drums in the background. Oh, yeah. so annoying. I hate the Vuvuzelas. There's just 
awful noises every time the ball goes out just I mean, we've got to, we got to blame the South African World Cup for that one oh, yeah. yeah, that was awful that was awful <laughs> they were everywhere <laughs> yeah uh, but two wins uh, for the England first team then just one more win needed to qualify for the Euros next year so uh, uh, good on them uh, now uh, on to the Leeds players who were involved uh, uh, with the uh, England uh, youth teams no uh, Leeds players were involved in the England first team unfortunately but uh, uh, a few uh, youngsters uh, were involved in the uh, England youth players youngest to oldest no, because <laughs> <laughs> uh, was it Noah Kenner? Was he was he in the under seventeens? I think it was called up. Yes, yeah. I, 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 I don't. I couldn't really. I, I, I was struggling to find results for anything under the first team and the under twenty ones. Anything under than under that, I was struggling to find results for. Fair it. enough. Uh, there was not really any website. I'm, I'm, pr- I'm, pr- uh, I'm almost certain he was called up. Yeah, he was yeah. called up. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, but uh, of course, our Lonnie, a twenty year old striker uh, from Arsenal, Eddie Nketiah, he uh, played in both games for the uh, England under twenty ones. Uh, and in the first one, uh, England did beat Turkey three two, and Nketiah scored uh, England's first two goals. So. Uh, Good on him for there. He's a he can't stop scoring at the moment. He's in phenomenal form, yeah, he's and it's, um, and, he, and his goals as well were just your typical Eddie and Ketchy goals where the ball would just be crossed in, and then Eddie and Ketchy is just there, five yeah. yards out to just tap it in because it's positioning. It's it's a very underrated attribute for strikers. Is yeah. positioning. It's it's if you get it right, you'll score loads of goals. Yeah. All strikers have to do is just. Being that, being that six yard, box. being a dangerous spot. Yeah, and Eddie and Ketchy is always there. You, you always get the likes of like Alan Shearer and Ian Wright on match of the day going. Um, he, he should be here. He should be here. That's because position is important. If you're getting the ball whipped across the near post, the striker needs to be there. If you're hanging around the uh, the penalty spot or the back post, you're not gonna you're not gonna get there. Yeah. It's crucial. Yeah, exactly. Uh, did start the other uh, England under twenty ones game, but uh, he didn't score unfortunately. But uh, two starts from there and uh, two goals in uh, two games, which is which is nice. So uh, nice. Eddie Kett are doing well there. Uh, Jack Clark he did uh, good for the uh, England under twenties. He scored a late winner on the ninety third minute uh, to secure one 0 victory over Switzerland in in a uh, in an elite league match. Don't know what that is, but uh, Jack Clark scoring winners there. He's he's actually scoring and playing football. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, it's it's a confusing situation with him at the moment. Yeah. I have a very strong feeling that Spurs are going to recall him. Yeah, and then be very reluctant to ever send us loanies ever again. <laughs> I think because he's not going well, is it? No, he's not. They, getting, they've signed him for ten million pound. We've loaned him back, and we'd rather have a lone goalkeeper in Meslier on the bench than Jack Clark. Says well, it all. Well, me and you had an argument on the way here about the possibility of not having a goalkeeper on the bench. You think that's a ridiculous idea? Well, it is. <laughs> and I, I think well, how often do goalkeepers get sent off and get injured? Fair, fairly rarely. Kiko Kse got sent off last season. Yeah, once out of forty-six games. <laughs> very yeah. rare. And you could then have an extra attacker on the bench. Yeah, but I just wouldn't risk it. Wouldn't risk it at all. Uh, but Jack Clark up scoring and playing. Um, and yeah, we need well, to see what up. happens with him at Leeds. Actually, well, I don't know I said it up to you there. Fair, <laughs> I mean, it's fair enough. So, it's, like, it's not up to you. It's up to be Elsa. Personal opinion. Personal opinion. Personal opinion. That's what yeah. I meant. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, interesting one with Jack Clark. He's doing well for the England and twenties. But uh, at Leeds, uh, we'll need to see how how he gets on. And yeah, I reckon he could get. I think he will be the odd man out. Yeah, for it, the season. Yeah, if he doesn't get enough game time, Spurs will say. Do you want to come back and go and loan to to another Championship club? Uh, this season's uh, reincarnation of Lewis Baker. <laughs> go go to Reading yeah. on loan. Oh, that's a Reading. That's a, a fate worse, worse than death going to Reading. Can't be having that. Yeah. Just go to somewhere else in Yorkshire, maybe Barnsley. No, I'd rather not. Barnsley like, taking off. Just go, just go abroad. Send him abroad. Yeah. Just send him anywhere, but he, he could get loaned back. But interesting one there with Jack Clark. Uh, yeah. Ryan Emerson, uh, he scored on his debut for the uh, England under 19s, so uh, well done to Ryan Emerson there. Uh, I don't think Bielsa likes him very much. 
Why not? Because uh, uh, he's not getting ahead of Eddie Phil, and Phil Hay on the Bamford. Athletic said if he was going to be involved, he'd been, he'd be, he would have been on the bench more often. But he's not going to get ahead of Eddie and Ketty and Bamford, and we only play one striker up front. We're not going to stick two strikers on the bench. That's, I know that's true, but he's not. He's not even starting in the cup games, is he? He didn't start against Stoke. No, he could have easily done because that. we've got Eddie and Ketty. Well, well, I know, I know, but I think Ketty should be starting in the first team personally. Yeah. But, but then you got Bamford in the, in but, the second But team. played 90 minutes, whereas they could have just had Edmund Nketiah for 45 and then Edmondson for 45, and they also opted not to do that. Yeah. I mean, I know, obviously, there was circumstances in the game like has been 2-0 down at one point, but the the fact is that he would, I reckon he would have been more involved if he was going to be if he was going to be in Bielsa's plans. Yeah. It is a weird one, and I'm surprised that he didn't get loaned out, actually, because he's a, he a very good it, striker. He was apparently very close to a loan move yeah. to a League Two club over the summer. Yeah. It just he, didn't materialise. He, he does might, look he, like a very good player. He might go on, on loan in January. That might just be the case. Yeah, But he, he does look like a very good player. He's tall, strong, fast, and, and he knows where the back of the net is, clearly, scoring for the uh, England under-19s. Uh, we're moving on. Uh, Leeds under-23s player, Kunta Minuskov, featured uh, in Bulgaria, uh, under-21s, 0-0 draw uh, with Russia. Um, so, Tim Minuskov there... Uh, playing for Bulgarian 21s, which is good. Uh, Liam Cooper, he didn't have such a good time playing for Scotland. No, not quite. Um, on his call-up, uh, his first call-up for Scotland, and he made his debut. He started in, in both of Scotland's games, uh, but they did lose both of their games. Uh, they lost uh, 2-1 at home to Russia in the first one. Yeah, they went 1-0 up, and then they kind of just collapsed. Yeah, and Liam Cooper was kind of at fault for Russia's second goal, I think. He, he got the wrong side of him. Cooper didn't see him. Kind of at fault. Really, it didn't do. It didn't do great there. Yeah. Let's just say. Uh, and then Scotland, they got thumped four 0 by Belgium at home too. Belgium are a phenomenal squad though. So. Yeah, <laughs> but three uh, 0 down at half time, four 0 the full time score against Belgium. Uh, not too good for Scotland. There. I mean, it's standard to be honest. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Scotland wins above their games. Hopefully, this doesn't affect Liam Cooper too much. Um, I, I, he, he did tweet about. I don't know if he was tweeting or getting in a, during an interview. He said. Uh, this is, uh, I'm, I'm really del- delighted to be part of international football, but the quality is frightening. Um, and it, and it, well, it will be when you're playing against the likes of Lukaku, Lukaku and, and De Bruyne, De Bruyne. Yeah. <laughs> when, they, when they're r- ripping you a new one. But the fact is there's a very big gulf between playing Lukaku and De Bruyne and then playing Malik Wilkes and yeah. Applehalm. Uh, there's a bit of a gulf there. <laughs> yeah, And there's a big gulf between playing for Scotland and playing for Leeds United. Cause I, I know they both begin with B, but... Difference between playing Belgium and Barnsley. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll be. I think we'll be fine. He's 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 a good professional. He's been playing for Leeds, playing football a long time. He knows, right? Yeah, that was hard. That was tough. But I'm, he'll, 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 he'll think of it as that's a good opportunity. I, I, I might get another call up at some other yeah. at some other point. And now it's time to focus back on Leeds and start winning games. Yeah. I don't even know how he gets up. Gets called up to the Scotland squad because he's barely Scottish. <laughs> I think he was born in Hull. Um, cosplay for Chesterfield. He, he, he's need... got a very Yorkshire accent. He, he, he... Unless he's got like so, some Scottish granny or something yeah. or granddad, <laughs> which is a lot. Too far. I could play for Ireland, and I'm. But I, I mean, I wouldn't because I. Yeah. I mean, I'm too crap to get in the uh, Irish squad, but um, I could I could play for Ireland. Sorry, I'm not slagging off Ireland there. To be fair, <laughs> I do I, I do actually follow Ireland on rugby and football, but I Southern I, or Northern. Republic, mate. Republic. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to annoy the Irish fans, but it's Republic of Ireland. Obviously, yeah. Uh, all my fam- all my mum's family are from there, but right. that that um, that's the reason why he gets he gets called up. You don't have to have a loose connection. It's only a, a grandparent you need. <laughs> and then you can play for whichever team yeah. you want. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. But Liam Cooper, he has got a international uh, cap, which is good. Uh, hopefully, it doesn't affect him too much. You do get into that 
frame of mind, winning games and then uh, and then losing games as well. Um, it was out of his depth, though. First time playing for Scotland, and uh, he was playing alongside Charlie Mulgrew for uh, at Scotland. Where as this weekend for Leeds against Barnsley, he'll be playing alongside the greatest centre back in the world in Ben White. <laughs> so it's very different. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, he'll have better quality players around him. With, with Leeds, yeah. with the exception of uh, Andy Robertson, who is better than... Well, he's world-class. Yeah. He won the Champions League last yeah, season. Yeah, he's Liverpool. a Champions world League class. winner. But with the exception of Andy Robertson, he'll be playing with better players against Barnsley, against worse players. So. Yeah, so... yeah, well, ho- I think we'll be fine. Yeah, hopefully it, uh, those two losses don't affect him too much and he just gets back into it and we he's, keep a clean sheet this Sunday. That'd be nice. He, he's, he's strong mentally. He's club captain. He'll sort himself out. Yeah. Uh, Matthäus Klick, he did end up playing for Poland this week. Uh, he made uh, an appearance off the bench during Poland's 0-0 draw uh, at home to uh, Austria. Uh, Stuart Dallas, he had a very good game for Northern Ireland in their Euro 2020 qualifier uh, yeah. against Germany at home. They did end up losing 2-1-0, but uh, he did play very well. Played at right back as well, no, which no, was nice. No, Northern Ireland in general played quite well. I yeah. Heard. Uh, they played. They kind of contained Germany a fair bit. Yeah. Bailey Peacock Fowler, he had a very good game, made a, a lot of good saves. But uh, enough about Bailey Peacock Fowler. We don't care he's about not a Leeds him. player. <laughs> no, don't, he, don't care. He's a Burnley reserve. <laughs> he's a Burnley reserve. It's funny because it's true. Yeah, it uh, is true. <laughs> uh, Dallas nearly got an assist as well. Um, yeah. He whipped in a brilliant ball, which nearly got finished, but um, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, Stuart Dallas missed. played played great and Northern Ireland did really well against Germany uh, should be proud of themselves Graham Smith will have been buzzing with that <laughs> yeah definitely uh, Alioski uh, he did uh, well uh, while playing for Macedonia he started both of their games as they drew 1-1 uh, away at Israel and then beat Latvia 2-0 away uh, again both of those are Euro 2020 qualifiers and uh, Alioski uh, he assisted uh, their goal in their 1-1 draw with Israel and fantastic assist fantastic free kick from Alioski I would love it if North Macedonia got to the World Cup I would love that <laughs> I yeah. always, I always like watching the weirder nations. I say weirder. I shouldn't say weirder nations. <laughs> I mean, it is a weirder nation because Alioski is weird. It's, it's, it's <laughs> what I mean by weirder is it's uh, nations that it's weird to see in the World Cup because they don't yeah. normally qualify. I'll, I'll, uh... <laughs> but Alioski is weird though. So. <laughs> yeah, he is very weird, but yeah. not because he's Macedonian, just because he's mental. He's just, he's <laughs> he's just, just uh, mental. He's just a bit mental. <laughs> but you know, I, 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 I love the man um, <laughs> mainly because he just makes me laugh. Yeah, he's, he's one of the most. Deranged footballers I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, fantastic assist though here, and it's a shame that he can't do that for Leeds United on a regular basis. Uh, well, yeah, but he doesn't often get put on free kicks, does he? To be fair to the no. Lord. Uh, but just sweeping a guy's course uh, like that. Uh, Phillips and. Douglas. Uh, Douglas and Hernandez are free kick takers. Yeah. So. But just whipping a nice cross like that every now and again, that would have been a quite nice Alioski. But well, we, we do play left back, mate. Yeah, we do, to be <laughs> fair. But he does bomb forward quite a lot. He does basically hold oh, Jack Harrison's hand. Yeah, almost too much. <laughs> yeah. Um, leaving us very well, very open to counter-attacks and raising my blood pressure, but standing in the south stand watching, them happen, uh, watching that happen, just thinking, if we get counter-attacked here, we're, we're, we're done for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but very rarely happens, so it's all right. Yeah, uh, but Alioska doing well there for Macedonia, and all of Lee's players out on the international duty. Well done to yeah, him getting kudos. Uh, caps and uh, doing very well, of course, apart from Liam Cooper, but he was in the Scotland squad, which is uh, standard. There's so, only so much you could do in a Scotland squad, man. Yeah, absolutely, but uh, they all did well, uh, so uh, good uh, good on them. And uh, yeah, those are players on the international duty. Uh, the rest who weren't on the international duty have had a nice rest, hopefully. They're going to be fresh and ready for the for the Barnsley game on Sunday. Yeah, I think Helder Costa will have been one of the ones that Bielsa will have probably tried to train as much as possible over the uh, international break. Yeah. Because I think he's he's desperate for Costa to, to get to kind of be able to match fitness and um, 
to be up, up to date with the system. So yeah, and he's performed very well when he's when he has played. So it'd be interesting to see how he fits back into the squad. Yeah, absolutely. Given he wasn't away on international duty. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but hopefully, all the players who, who weren't on international duty, international duty, are fresh and ready and ready to go uh, against Barnsley away on. Ben Sunday. White as well. He'll have had a bit more one to one. Yeah, that being, I mean, they don't really need it because he's. Maldini in English form, basically, <laughs> but <Yeah>. Cannavaro. <laughs> he's he's great. He's great. The Brighton Cannavaro. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, d- hopefully all uh, fresh and ready for the Bouncer game on Sunday. We will of course discuss that game later on in the show. Uh, some players did did play for the Legion at twenty threes though uh, in their nil nil draw away at Crystal Palace, which was played at Selhurst Park, which is a, a great experience for the youngsters playing in a in a stadium like that. Yeah, oh, it, I always think that uh, we we've played at the. Um, What's Watford's ground called? Vicarage Road. Vicarage Road. I should really know that. <laughs> um, they, they played at uh, Vicarage Road last season. That's always. Um, it's better for them to get to adjust to uh, playing in stadiums. I know the crowds obviously aren't anywhere near as big, but to adjust to playing in stadiums like senior professionals yeah. will allow the kind of transition to the f- to the first team to be easier. And um, they, yeah, they they played very well. The, the Palace side were very strong. Uh, Meslier had an absolute worldy of a game. Yeah, uh, he was very bu- good. Bunch of saves, said the penalty. Um, yeah, he uh, was very good. Tipped it one. It was going straight for top corner of, over the bar. He was. He had a ridiculous game. And he's very tall as well, isn't he, Meslier? Six five, I think he is. Yeah, but very skinny as well. He's like a spider. <laughs> like a cheese string. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Meslier, a uh, great game for him in twenty three. Uh, Tyler Roberts, twenty year old forward, of course, has been out injured uh, all season. Uh, so far, was not really featured in the, in the summer either, but he looks to be on the way back. He was a half-time substitute uh, during that 0-0 draw away at Crystal Palace, and that's good to see. It looks like he's, he'll be back soon, and he'll be good to have back again, and that's another option. A couple more games uh, in the 23s. Okay, he needs to get 90 minutes under his belt, and then I imagine Bielsa will consider uh, putting him back on the bench, although thankfully thanks to the lack of injuries we've got a bit of competition now yeah. if Luke Ayling gets fit then it'll be the first time we've had a fully fit Leeds squad since Bielsa has arrived <laughs> yeah, which is phenomenal yeah uh, but we don't have that many injuries this season which which is great I think they're all adapting to the Bielsa way yeah. uh, which is nice I mean a lot of them last season were impact injuries as well so it was just kind of getting two-footed by random Ogres when we're playing against these Brexit sides down the the bottom end of the league, so they were fouling us and getting away with it. Cheers, EFL. But so that's that was the main reason. But we've had a bit more luck. This I think it's I think it's purely with luck. I think we just not had as many impact injuries, so we've been better off. Yeah, uh, Tyler Roberts. Hopefully, he will be back soon. I'm, I'm buzzing for Tyler Roberts to be back. I, I think that there is that kind of hole there in that attacking midfield. Role. Yes, Forshaw and Click that, are doing well, but that Tyler Roberts shaped hole. Yeah, I mean Forshaw and Click are doing really well, but. I just feel as though there's no one there who's just bombing forward. Tyler Roberts, when he picks up a ball, he just bombs forward. I, I love Tyler Roberts. I think he's great. Yeah, he's a good player. I think player. he's a great player. Of course, 20 years old as well. He's still young. And uh, yeah, uh, hopefully he will uh, be back soon. It does look like he will be. Looking forward to seeing him feature this season. Um, and hopefully, if uh, if he <laughs> if he can just stay injury-free, because he's, he's had quite a few injury problems while he's been at Leeds so far. If he can just get, get that kind of slice of luck and not have as many injuries he'll probably uh, get a lot more game time and it'll improve him probably measurably as a player. Second season under BLC, he'll get, he'll, he's only going to get better. Yeah, and uh, of course, uh, hopefully he gets the uh, Calvin Phillips look. He's changed his hair to be similar to Calvin Phillips's hair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Odd not, choice. Not sure what that's all about, but enough. You know, if, if he, I don't really care what his hair's like <laughs> as long as he's playing well. Yeah, as long as he is playing well. Yeah, then, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> could, he could walk on the pitch with a mohawk and I wouldn't care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, hopefully Tyler Roberts is back soon. And uh, but yeah, he's back in the in twenty three, and uh, hopefully, uh, yeah, hopefully he gets back into the first team soon and, and does well. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, well, uh, moving on to other bits of news, we've got some good news or bad news. What would you want to go f- for? For first, bad news. I always prefer doing bad news first. Yeah, bad news getting into the good news. Uh, yeah, well, let's we'll start then with the disappointing news uh, that has come out recently regarding uh, Andy McVeigh, also known as the Billy Banksy, uh, and his paintings across uh, the city of Leeds. Some of those paintings uh, have been destroyed by uh, someone who has uh, gone and splattered uh, black paint all over them. Uh, apparently a, a group who are against uh, graffiti, but they've just gone and graffitied themselves, which makes no sense. And McVeigh, he, he did get permission to do it as well. So, uh, you know, th- what, this 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 group have, have been going around and putting black paint on it. They, they should be caught and, and, and jailed for vandalism. I mean, they're, they're, it's, it's just, it's contemptible behaviour, really. Uh, they are, I'm saying to you, they are just horrible, pathetic killjoys, really. Yeah. And um, the worst one by far was the... Um, Gary Speed. The Gary Speed's... On the, what would have been his 50th birthday. About two days before uh, suicide prevention um, day yeah. as well, uh, which is obviously how, unfortunately, um, Gary lost his life. Um, it's just horrible. It, it really is horrible. Yeah, and, it isn't good at all. And, and, and they're clearly not... They don't care anything about graffiti because they're not covering over any other type of graffiti across Leeds because there's plenty of uh, regular graffiti that they're conveniently ignoring. It's a targeted attack on uh, on, on Andy McVeigh's artwork. On him and on the Leeds fan base, really. And Andy's got permission to to paint these things on on these boxes where he's painting them around Leeds. He has permission from BT. He's had permission from the council. And the club endorsed it as well. Um, Have endorsed it and obviously we'll get onto that in a minute, the club's response. So... There's, there is absolutely no issue. There's, there's just these miserable people that are choosing to, um, to, to essentially just ha- have a go, have a go at Leeds, yeah, and have a go. At, um, uh, I mean, uh, the fact they chose Gary Speed's one on his birthday is, is ridiculous. Yeah, that's, that's, ridiculous. That's, I mean, it's bullying from the from the, from this person or this group. It's bullying. They, they are targeting just Andy McVeigh's work. There's plenty of other work that they haven't I touched. Mean, I mean, I'm not I'm not endorsing any kind of. Um, any kind of action against these people, but the fact is, if if, if certain more uh, riled up members of the Leeds fan base find out who these people are, they're going to get a lot of grief. Yeah, a lot of grief. Yeah, definitely. So uh, I don't know why you would do. I I don't understand the reasoning behind it. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't seem like it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, it, it doesn't concern you unless you unless you're a, a really it's big not, Man United fan who just hates Leeds United. It's, it's it's not offensive. It's not. Yeah. It's not obnoxious. It's just. It's depictions of, of Leeds legends yeah. and of, of Leeds slogans. I mean, it's fantastic artwork and it's a joy to look at. I mean, I'd rather look at a really nice bit of artwork, even if it even if it wasn't my club, even if it wasn't, you know, Leeds United. There's that, there's that one um, as we're walking down from the Dragon, down under, under the tunnel, the one of Alan Clark that yeah. I really like, the, the, the um, uh, Clark 1-0 yeah. On the box, I, I love that's, that's probably my favourite one. Yeah. I, I, I love walking past that one on the way down. And, that's brilliant. And the Gary, Gary Speed one as well, which yeah, great because it was like get one yourself. Son. Yeah, perfect. That's a that, that was that, that was a really good piece of art. Yeah, that someone's destroyed for no reason. Yeah. And they use that paint where they're gonna have to sandblast it off. Yeah, it's not like any normal paint where you can paint over it. It's it, it, it's. It's just horrible. Well, and it's, it's, cr- it's criminal damage. It, if, it's criminal they, damage. if they have to sandblast it off, that is criminal damage. These 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 are vandals moaning about vandalism. <laughs> yeah, essentially, yes. It makes no sense. <laughs> it makes no sense. It, I mean, I'm, it, I'm struggling to find it funny. I, I say struggling to find it funny, but I, I just laugh there, but 
this Andy puts a lot of hours into do, yeah. into, into into painting these. He, a lot of hard work. He spends a lot of money and a lot of time painting these things for not for any any any, any payment. He does it for his for his own for his own enjoyment and the enjoyment of the rest of his fan base. Yeah. And as proved by Twitter over the last kind of 48 hours, it's very well appreciated by the people of Leeds. Yeah, and it's great artwork. And even if it wasn't my club, I'd still enjoy looking at it because it is nice and I'd rather look at that than just a, a plain old box on the side of a road. These people in their email to the Yorkshire Evening Post as well, I'm not sure if, uh, if that's is genuine or if it's just someone else, uh, but if, if it is these people, the same people who've done the graffiti, and they said that they represent the 90% of the population of Leeds that aren't obsessed with Leeds United. And it's just like, so where are these ninety percent? Yeah, uh, who are the, this, um, this this random invisible ma- uh, majority of people? Because there's, there's, there's been no complaint. It's... There's no complaints to the council. There's no complaints from BT. There's no complaints from the club's management from anyone associated with the club. There's nobody writing in saying, "Oh, can we get these painted over there? Yeah. They're, they're they're offensive, or I don't I don't want to see them." Nobody's sent that in. These are just people who have decided they don't like something and are committing a crime. To, yeah. to get rid of it, and and they need they need to be found, and they need to be jailed, and and yeah. and, and fined or they need whatever. To, they need they need to face, um, co- uh, yeah, justice. Not, obviously not 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 really vigilante justice, <laughs> but uh, cr- you know criminal justice. They need, yeah. to, they need to be held account by the criminal justice yeah. system. Absolutely, just horrible, horrible people ruining what is fantastic work. Can, from, we, uh, can we move on to the uh, Andy McVay? Yeah, I mean, the, yeah, because it's not, news. yeah, it's not all bad news. It, 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 it has, it does have a happy ending. Uh, some good news. Uh, so Andy McVay on Twitter, uh, he tweeted, uh, so LUFC invited me down to Ellen Road today and I had a chat or meeting with uh, Angus Kinnear and mainly James Mooney about the art being trashed. Uh, they have offered their total support and are contacting council, etc. to properly legitimise my artwork and a uh, sure they are 100% behind it uh, which is fantastic uh, he goes on to say uh, they were great and so supportive and also as gutted as everyone else about the vandalism they're going to give me the money to take theirs off uh, from supply teaching to uh, repaint them and uh, buy more paint uh, they uh, have also said uh, that him and uh, Danny can also uh, have tickets for matches as well um, and he said that he had to stop stop himself from hugging uh, James Mooney at that point uh, and they uh, they also said that uh, his work may be uh, included uh, in Ellen Road in future uh, which is just incredible for him I'm, I'm sure he feels amazing for that You know, the club are backing his artwork and he could get something in Ellen Road which is just brilliant and it's great that the club are doing this as yeah, well it's a superb management of a of a difficult situation by the club, they can see, they can see that this is popular with Leeds fans. They can see an opportunity, yeah. and they, they can see a, a chance to to endorse something which which yeah. everyone loves and get very good PR yeah, as well. Yeah, it's excellent PR because because not only will Leeds fans see this and think that's brilliant, that's superb management. People from other clubs um, will see, oh, that, that uh, Leeds are endorsing art around their city. They they want to uh, feel the the city is firmly connected to the club. And they'll appreciate that as well. All football fans will appreciate it. I mean, I saw a few um, fans of different clubs on on BBC um, on the BBC Twitter page. They they were saying, "Oh, that, that, that's good artwork." I don't know why they've done that, and uh, why the vandalism yeah. has happened. Um, 
and it's superb management by the club because it is it is good management. Yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, uh, many years ago this would not have happened. Ken, but... Ken Bates would not have would not have endorsed this. <laughs> He'd have probably been paying the vandals. <laughs> probably, probably, yeah. Uh, but you know, it's great from the club. This gesture is is incredible. They're going to help Andy McVeigh to pay for stuff and and go and repaint them and, and get stuff sorted. It's going to get it properly legitimised as as, as uh, McVeigh's words there. Um, you know, to to get the artwork. You know, it, it, it's, it's it's, al- it's allowed to be there and, it, and, it, and it's going to be there uh, permanently as well. Hopefully they get uh, much better paint that's, that's just going to uh, scrub off anything that that, yeah. that goes on. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. And also the um, we're going to mention the, the uh, Vinnie Jones thing. Yes, so uh, Andy McVeigh uh, again uh, tweeted uh, at the time that we were recording uh, eight hours ago, uh, uh, tweeted, so I'm in my pyjamas on the sofa on my own last night eating pineapple rings from a tin watching the footy um, and Vinnie Jones contacts me saying he wants to send me a thank you uh, for the box I painted for him um, and can he have his address and keep going with the uh, Legion United uh, Art after it was uh, vandalised, uh, which is fantastic. Vinnie Jones contacting the players, he appreciates it, which is it's just brilliant. Yeah, it's, it's brilliant because um, obviously Vinnie's recently lost his wife, and yeah. um, and Andy's painted this as um, as as kind of um, a gesture of appreciation for Vinnie's time at Leeds and to um, to, to to show our, our appreciation for him, and also to, to obviously to help uh, kind of slightly cheer him. Up. Obviously, he's not going to make up for it, but slightly cheer him up in a, in a really difficult time of his life. So. So so what so it's a it's a brilliant gesture from from Andy there and it's it's wonderful that that um uh, Vinny appre- uh, appreciates that yeah, and, and he's given it. his support as well yeah, and, and, and supported him yeah yeah a lot along with the club who are also supporting him yeah. James Mooney and uh, Angus Kinnear uh, supporting Andy McVeigh which, which is just fantastic it's brilliant a, from the club a great community feel there yeah and, and I love the artwork it's part of your match days you're walking down I yeah, imagine some people with the kids will be pointing out oh look at that I, I, I remember when that happened or, yeah. or whatever <laughs> it's just fantastic you see him on you see him all around you see him on Kirkstall Road yeah, as well we always see we, um, you drive past when them. we drive up yeah, yeah. We, we, we always see them and appreciate it. Yeah, it's great. We always look out for them and we're like, oh, that, look how brilliant that is. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's fantastic. It's fantastic. Andy McVeigh, we need to get him on. We need to get him on the podcast. Top lad. Yeah. I have, send, I have to send him a Twitter DM or an, an email or something. Uh, I, I'll, I'll get on Twitter. We, yeah. we need to get him on the, we need to get him on the, get him on the uh, podcast. Great artwork. Uh, uh, yes, yeah, so bad news, but it has a happy ending, which is uh, which is great. I'm uh, on to some even better news uh, now. And uh, Calvin Phillips, uh, he's signed a new contract with Leeds United, finally. Five-year uh, deal, yeah. He's signed a new five-year deal, keeping him at the club until 2024. Great news. A fantastic player who, who we needed to tie down, and we have it. It's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Well, he's, he's crucial because he's the linchpin to the side. He, he, is, uh, he keeps everything ticking over. Yeah, he's the shield for the back four, and he's the um, the the solid base we need to attack in the in the manner we do. And um, the fact we've managed to secure him, it, it, it's it's credit to the club for for recognizing um, how important he is, his, his form, his talents, and his importance yeah. to the team. Because now and, he's one of the club's highest earners, around twenty twenty five thousand pound a week. Which is given he was on ten grand a week before, um, and given he's one of our better players, he deserves to be on one of our better wages. Yeah, exactly. And, um, but yeah, he's he's crucial to the team, and the club have seen that and rewarded him with a five-year deal. And credit to Calvin himself as well for signing such a long, a long, uh, long deal because he could just have signed a, like an eighteen-month or a two-year deal. Yeah. Uh, if, oh yeah, I'll play for you another season, and then obviously I want to cash out and get move on. Which I know obviously another reason of release clause in there because we can't expect to keep him forever because he's good enough to play in the Premier League. Yeah. 
Um, but I mean, of course, it is a contract, a five-year contract, but we can still sell him. We could sell him in January still, but it does add a more value onto that transfer fee that we would have sold him for. Yeah, it's five, ten million pounds under that transfer fee that we could have sold him for last summer, which is good. We do have that insurance now, yeah. um, but also apparently there is that release clause. Uh, if we don't get promoted this season and next summer, there is a release clause of around twenty to twenty-five million pound, uh, which of course isn't great. Hopefully, we do go up. There's a lot of pressure on us now to go up. Uh, yeah, if, if that is true, <laughs> held the held the Costas transfer fee off the pay for that as yeah. well. So uh, yeah, obviously, there's, mind you, there's always pressure when when you, when you, when you leads and um, to get promoted. But yeah, it's it's wonderful the fact that Calvin's uh, obviously said I'm willing to commit myself for the next five years of my career, which will take him up to being 28 if he sees out the full contract, which is the vast, which means he'll have spent 14 years at Leeds. Yeah, which is a long time, and he, and he would be able to get a get a testimonial as well. Which yeah, would be great. That'd be superb. I mean, yeah, it's it, it's been a while since we've had a a youth academy uh, player uh, <laughs> come through the youth system and spend their entire yeah. career at Leeds. And want to and want to be at Leeds because yeah, we've seen be plenty. Here. You know, Lewis Cooks and Byron Day. They they, they just wanted they, to get out. They move on. Um, but, I mean, obviously, the, there's different circumstances there. But the, yeah. st- the state of the club when they left was 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 bad. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, and obviously now Calvin can see the ambition of, of the club and the club can see the potential in Calvin. So it's it's it's, it's Superb. Yeah. It, it, I agree. Keeping him was was probably the best bit of transfer business of yeah. the window. Absolutely. Given, Absolutely. Because uh, could have easily said when uh, when Villa came in and said they said to Leeds, "All right, we'll give you fifteen million." Rajasani could have easily said, "Yeah, all right, there you go, fifteen mil done." Yeah. And then we'd have to search for a new defensive midfielder who suits the system as well as he does. Yeah, and, and, and for fifty million pounds, yeah, and it's very hard to find. Calvin Phillips is a rare, rare player, you know, and it's great for him to, to you know, because he is a Leeds lad. He's from Wortley. He used to play for uh, for the Wortley uh, Junior uh, football team. Uh, yeah, he's a Leeds lad, Leeds United fan. His family are great as well. We've seen it in the documentary his, and in the uh, his mum and his sister and his nan on the documentary. We were yeah. look at that, seeing them, <laughs> that was good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it reminded me of my own family. To be yeah. to, to be fair, and, and it reminded all people from Leeds of their families of having yeah. pro- proper Yorkshire family. It's, it's like Calvin Phillips re- represents us Leeds United fans. Yeah. He's a Leeds lad, homegrown, and he's playing football. He's one of our best players playing for Leeds United, and it's like he represents us fans. You know, when he puts in that tackle, it's like. We we want to do that ourselves, and he, he's doing it. He's living the dream of all yeah. of us Leeds United fans, and, and it's fantastic to see. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, he's superb. Yeah. yeah, he's a very rare player to come across. You never get players nowadays who are just happy where they are. But Callum Phillips, he is very happy at Leeds United. It's it's a rare testament to his character that he's 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 willing to stay in a Championship club when he could have yeah. easily gone in the summer to a Premier League club. Yeah, he's a great guy, a great role model, and if he does stay at Leeds United, a future it's, captain for me. It's the kind of commitment and loyalty you want from what you want from your, your players in your squad. Yeah, absolutely, and I imagine the the rest of the squad will see that and think. Right, uh, he's he's one of our better players. He's committed to this to this club and to this team and to this uh, uh, this concept of promotion, <laughs> this mythical concept of promotion. <laughs> we, we we're going to commit as well. We, we we are comfortable. We are we are we are proud to be here. And now we know that other people are committed as well. We're going to commit. Yeah. And as you can see, we've got uh, more uh, yes, news to go into. We have Liam Cooper, of course, defender. He signed a five-year deal, and Stuart Dallas uh, signed a new four-year contract as well. I mean, more bothered about Cameron Phillips signing a new contract than them two, but those two are great to, to have as, as long-term, yeah, obviously, long-term um, contracts. 
it's it's secure in your players. It's secure in your players uh, for for a long time. So your continuity was um, the kind of whole the whole message of the club this past winter was continuity is our weapon. So getting players on long term contracts for a long uh, get, uh, keeping them here. Yeah, keeping Bielsa. Uh, keeping Bielsa. I don't know how we'll be able to do that, but, <laughs> especially in the championship. But keeping Bielsa here, and and just having the club be stable because we've not had stability for twenty years. No, we haven't, and, it, and it's great to see. Great to see. Uh, Liam Kipper, Stuart Dallas, uh, long-term contracts. I mean, how far they've come. Eh? How yeah. far they've come. Stuart Dallas, we signed him from Brentford for a cheap price. Came as a winger, and now he's the best best right back in the league. The Cookstown Cafu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was. Uh, I thought he was our best player against Swansea. I was very impressed yeah. with him. He's a, he's a class player, Stuart Dallas. And, and Liam uh, Cooper coming from Chesterfield. He's now the best, one of the best centre backs in the championship. Yeah, he's superb in this league. He's got great leadership qualities. He's very experienced. He's got like 166 appearances for Leeds. So he knows he knows what it what it is to play for his club. I think I'm pretty sure he's a Leeds fan anyway. Even yeah. though he is from Hull, but I think he's a Leeds fan. So see, he do, he doesn't obviously he's not it's not the same situation as Calvin because Calvin's actually from Leeds, but, <laughs> and he is a true Leeds. Yeah, fan. Yeah, <laughs> he's a proper Leeds fan. But uh, I don't know. Uh, Cooper could be a proper Leeds fan. We do not yeah. know. I mean, Stuart Dallas, he could be a Leeds fan though. I, I don't think, I don't think Stuart Dallas is a Leeds fan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he doesn't don't even support uh, Josh Warrington. He's, he's a Frampton fan. <laughs> oh no! Uh, uh, but, but yeah. I joke that obviously <laughs> Dallas and uh, Warrington are friends, but uh, yeah. obviously he's a uh, Frampton's a Northern Irish lad, so obviously he gets the support. But yeah. <laughs> Dallas loves being here, loves living in Leeds. We, uh, there's an interview uh, last week about the fact his kids and his wife they're settled there. There was an interview with him today saying his um, Cooper saying the same. Um, Cooper's the godfather to yeah. Dallas's kids, so I mean, that they're good friends. Absolutely, you know that. You you think about players moving. You need also think you know the players' family as well. You know they, they've moved here, they've settled down. Uh, you know they don't want to move again to to some other city far away. Dallas has been here. Down. Dallas has been here four years. Cooper's been here five years. They've signed. They both signed another four and five yeah. year deal. Yeah. So if Cooper sees out his contract, he'll be he'll be up for a testimonial as well. Um, <laughs> uh, if he sees it out to twenty twenty four, um, and that'll be great to see because I can't remember the last time we had a Legion United testimonial. <laughs> Very long time. I think, was it Radaby? I'm not it sure. Might be I am not sure at all. But uh, yeah, great to have Liam Cooper, Stuart Dallas tied down to long-term contracts, as well as Calvin Phillips. Uh, they've all come far. All come yeah. far. Phillips, he's come very far. He joined Leeds in 2010 as a youth player. Uh, made his first team debut, of course, in 2014 away at Wolves in a 4-3 defeat. Uh, his first goal came uh, in his uh, home debut uh, against Cardiff City. That was also a defeat, 2-1, uh, unfortunately. But uh, in total, Calvin Phillips, he's made 149 appearances for Leeds. Scored 10 goals. Of course, only one goal last season. That, but he is into... In, uh, Leeds United history is that uh, was uh, Leeds United's latest ever goal. Uh, of course, came in the uh, 101 uh, minute uh, against uh, Middlesbrough, 1-1 draw away there. Uh, but yeah, Cam Phillips came on leaps and bounds last season. Fantastic player, key player. Important that we kept him down. And still, and still young as well. Yeah, he, 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 23 years old. Yeah, he's still got a lot of chance to get better. Yeah, absolutely. And it's great to have him on the long-term contract. And then Liam Cooper's Stuart Dallas. Just bonuses, just bonuses that, that we've kept all these players on long-term contracts. It is fantastic. And obviously, fantastic for yeah, the club. that's brilliant to get them all um, signed. And obviously these rumours that uh, Matthias Click is um, negotiating a new deal as well. That'd be good because I think he's his contract's up at the, I don't know if it's the end of the, uh, this this season or the season after, but yeah. he's I think he's only got um, a year or two left on his deal, so I think he'll be looking at another long term deal, and he's and he's deserved that because his link up play is always superb for Leeds. He's been brilliant, and and he's and he's just he's, he's turned into into what it means to be Leeds as well, because of course in his first season at Leeds uh, he didn't. 
they got, two they, managers yeah, just they, didn't, didn't want him. They got <laughs> neglected and shunted him off. And um, obviously, there's that Kinnear uh, kind of not famously said, but he, he, he was quoted as saying um, that oh, yeah, when click left, click left, he said, uh, "I'm, I'm going to come back and I'm going to, I'm going to be part of the team." Yeah, that's and, great. I love and he that. did. I love that. I love that. Um, but yeah, great to have those players on long-term contracts now. And uh, hopefully uh, those guys are still Leeds United players when uh, Leeds uh, potentially move to a new training ground. Uh, of course, a uh, big talk of Leeds United moving uh, moving uh, closer to Ellen Road, uh, very close to Ellen Road, actually. Uh, they were uh, potentially going to build on the grounds of where uh, the Matthew uh, Murray High School was uh, in South Leeds. Uh, yeah, right next to the ground. And it's going to be a, kind of like a Premier League Style training ground, very high quality, and yeah, that's great. That is fantastic, great stuff. It, it's needed. It is needed. Yeah, I think the the, the idea from the club is that uh, we're going to try and develop more facilities for for, in, for inner city youth because obviously Leeds is a huge city, and the the training ground currently at Thorpe Arch is quite a long it's way. Miles away. It's like what it's forty five, fifty minute drive from Millen Road. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a long drive. It's, I don't get it. And if you get if you get. Um, because bear in mind, uh, Phillips is from Wortley, that, so that, that's uh, kind of in, in South Leeds-ish. Yeah. Um, so if if, if every, every everyone who's uh, joining the Leeds Academy, who's living in Leeds, has to drive an hour and a half round yeah. trip I every mean, time to the training ground, it's going to be hard yeah. for them and expensive for them to do. Because I've been going to a few Leeds press conferences recently up at Four Parch, and it is a trek. And then you got Adam Pope, BBC Leeds, um, Phil Hay. I think he lives in York. He, he just stays there, so it, it's only a short drive for him. But everyone else, it's miles away. This is yeah. a long drive up to Weatherby. Very long trek. It is awful. So having it down at Ellen Road is fantastic, and it would be nice to have like a you know a little complex, you know, kind of like a small complex, I, like I, Manchester City's complex. They yeah, have obviously maybe not as uh, as expensive yeah, it's not, it's not going to be like that. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll be nice just to have the training ground a lot closer to home. Yeah, and uh, it it shows that we're that the club are working with the council to yeah. to having a good relationship with the council to to sort out new training facilities. Yeah, and, and it's going to it, boost the, the, the you know the, play, make, the amount of uh, young kids playing in that yeah, area and, as well. Because it's a, it's a you know I think it's fair to say that it is quite a you know a, quite a poor area of Leeds really. Well, uh, it's yes, yeah, it's, it's a deprived deprived area is, is South Leeds. It's probably one of the uh, Holbeck and. And, and different areas of South Leeds are the most um, deprived area. So yeah. Beast and Holbeck are, um, are are deprived. So having that having that opportunities for kids who are uh, who don't have the money to travel an hour and a half round trip all the way out, outside Leeds near York and and can just maybe get the bus there or maybe even bike there if you live close enough. Yeah. And um, it, that's great for them. And it's also great for people who want to come in and watch uh, watch training now and again. Yeah, whether or not I don't mind, I don't think Bielsa would actually mind if if fans came to watch training at all. Yeah, so that that that'd be superb, and yeah. uh, and you never know some of the fans watching the training that young kids might end up in the getting in the academy yeah, exactly exactly it's, it's needed a training ground right near Road. it is much needed every other club has a training ground right near the stadium I mean, I, mean I, I, don't, is miles I don't live in the middle of Leeds anyway as you well know I live kind of seven or eight miles out, out in East Leeds so yeah. it, it, it's a long trek for me anyway but it, if it's, I mean I'm not I'm going to join the academy but <laughs> people around my area but if, for the vast majority of people most people live in central and south Leeds most yeah. people. North Leeds is fairly sparsely populated. It's the kind of, it's the Tory bit. It's where, with, all the, <laughs> with all the rich people, footballers, millionaires. Yeah, they all live up there. Um, so having it back in the city, the heart of the city, is is, is brilliant. Yeah, and much needed, and it's great. And it's great that the that the club, you know, everyone who we have at the club now, uh, you know, thinking long term. They really are thinking long term. Oh, coordinating with the trust and the council yeah. is what you like to see. It's how a, it's our well uh, well run football club operates. Oh, duff. Um, 
Although if we don't get promoted this season, those plans are probably going to be scrapped because everyone's just going to just going to leave. Because <laughs> it's very expensive to do. Yeah, very but, expensive to know, do. We need to be in the Premier League for that. F- I think. Football's a gambling game. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, the plans are there, and it and it sounds like a great idea, and yeah, very much needed training ground uh, closer to uh, Ellen Road. Uh, well, moving on then. Uh, moving on to uh, this Sunday uh, lunchtime. Uh, the game this Sunday lunchtime. Leeds, of course, uh, playing against Barnsley away at Oakwell. Uh, the Yorkshire Derby. It's a twelve thirty kickoff. Um, on Sky I don't think so I think there's another game on Sky instead um, not even Red Bull I'm not sure mate <laughs> I don't work for Sky but uh, <laughs> <laughs> obviously not yeah. but right. there'll be streams there'll be streams of it um, but yeah Yorkshire Derby great to get uh, back into it and uh, uh, yeah are, are you nervous first, one, first one of the season isn't it yeah, yeah. yeah. are you nervous yeah. uh, no of course I'm not yeah, we are the best team in this league. Yeah, we've won four out of our last five meetings with them. So yeah, but we we in, not in the recent past, but in the in the in the history of that fixture, Barnsley have have been have have had it over as they especially at Oakwell, they normally they put up a very good fight. But I'm very confident because they're in they're in very poor form. We've had a little bit of a stutter, but I don't I'm not worried because I think we were very unfortunate to lose against Swansea. I thought um, and obviously. You can't really um, legislate for penalties against Stoke in the cup. So, other than that, we played really well. I'm, I'm confident. I think we'll win. Yeah, I think it'd be a three-one win. Yeah, uh, Barnsley. They've only won one game so far this season. That did come on Weirdly the other day of the season. <laughs> yeah, at home against Fulham, a one-nil win there. But uh, they're in twenty-first position on five points. Uh, of course, one point and one place uh, above the relegation zone. Uh, so it doesn't look like they're going to have a good season. It looks like they're going to struggle uh, with all of our uh, under-23s players who they just bought from us in, in, in the summer. Malik Wilkes, Alex Moat, Adore, uh, Halm. <laughs> They've just got everyone. Lead youth team. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we should be we should be scared of them, though. No, I'm, I mean I'm, Alex Moat can barely run, let alone kick a football. No, but he, he he's got a long shots though. He's always yeah, been got a long shots. Very good with, and, his, uh, with that left foot. Yeah, yeah, left foot long shot. <laughs> he did a lot a lot of times for Leeds, um, and obviously Adore's very good on his when it when he's uh, when he's playing well. Uh, and Malik Wilkes is obviously has that season in League One, scored a lot of goals, and he's probably Bounds' main threat. And he'll, he'll want to make a point against Leeds for not giving him the chance. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Barnsley, the last home game, they lost 3-1 against Luton Town. <laughs> so not a good result Luton, there. Luton have been punching well above their weight at the moment. For, the, for, the, for, mm. their, for their expected goals, their XG, they've been scoring more goals than they should be. Yeah, so. I mean, they are only 15th, but they, they are doing well. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the, I think the best they can hope for really is mid-table this season. Yeah. Um, that, that, is, that is probably... If you're Luton, you're expecting to get playoffs, then you're mental. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you get twelve, if you get anywhere between twelfth and sixteenth, you should consider that a good season. Yeah, a very good season. Yeah, absolutely. Luton Town a surprise package this season. Uh, but yeah, Barnsley they're struggling. Just one win this season, and yeah, we should we should beat these. We should beat these. Uh, Leeds United, of course, third though, uh, three points uh, behind Swansea, who are in first. Hopefully, we can uh, you know bounce back from that uh, that one nil defeat against Swansea at Ellen Road just that, before the international break and. Playing Forest out the other weekend, Swansea. So that that might be a, a tougher game for them. Yeah, I mean, not in the Forest. They've been having a, an up and down season, really. They do well one week, do poverty. A lot of draws, a lot of draws. But if they can yeah. get a draw against Swansea and we win, then I'll we, take that. Yeah, I will fine. absolutely take that. <laughs> uh, but Leeds United, yeah, we, we, hopefully we can bounce back from that one 0 defeat uh, against Swansea at home uh, just before the international break. That was a, a very poor defeat. S- Swansea got to fall off. Yeah, from what I've seen of them. 
Yeah. The, the, Charlton the, as well, they're in second, we're one point behind them, but Charlton, they're going to fall off as well. We're, we're playing them shortly as well. Yeah, away from home. That'll be another another top two. The, another the tickets top, top go, the tickets go on sale this Friday, Friday the 13th. It's another free fall as well. Is so it free for all? Yeah, so good luck to anyone trying to get tickets for that. I'd actually love to go, but it's just too far. Charlton. Get yourself a gold membership and be part of that 20%. <laughs> I, I, so I, don't, I, I don't have I don't have the money for a gold membership. Yeah. <laughs> I can I can barely afford that season yeah. ticket every season. Yeah. But yeah, good luck to anyone wanting to buy tickets for Charlton away because it is uh, a free fall. <laughs> but, yeah. Le, uh, Lee Boy as well. That'd be uh, interesting. Yeah, absolutely, uh, absolutely. But uh, Charlton, they're, hopefully they're gonna fall off. Surely Charlton just been promoted. Just, you would, you, just go away. <laughs> just leave us alone already. <laughs> no, I've, I've nothing against. I don't. I don't. They won't be at the top end. They'll probably finish like. They'll be like uh, Blades were for a couple of scenes. You know, when they do really well and then they fall off at the end and finish like 8th or 9th. They'll probably, yeah. do, they'll probably do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hopefully Leeds United do bounce back from that uh, disappointing defeat and get back to winning ways. And uh, Barnsley continue, continue to struggle. Hopefully, hopefully we do beat them and hopefully we continue our very good record, decent record against them, like I said. Uh, we are uh, yeah, just... Uh, just uh, four wins in, in our last five meetings, which is good. The other one was a was a, uh, a loss to Barnsley, though. But uh, yeah, last time we were there, 25th November 2017, 2-0 win, Alioski and, and Zaye uh, scoring. Paul Heckingbottom, their manager. Another yeah. bit of hilarious info there. <laughs> um, when we played him at Ellen Road, Ollie McBurney was playing for, for Barnsley as well. That was a yeah. weird... Ollie McBurney looked like he had been on like an all-night bender and just got Ollie a spare McBurney PE kit from the people. Looks like he's been on a three-year bender. Um, <laughs> yeah, we beat him at Ellen Road. Yeah, two and, uh, one. Tom Pierce, ironically, and effectively so, relegated them. Yeah, I remember that. That was very funny. Yeah, Hecky Bottom <laughs> was managing it at the time. Obviously, a massive Barnsley fan relegated his own club, <laughs> <laughs> and then got sacked. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> There's a lot of history there between uh, Leeds oh, and Barnsley. That, that, is, that, is, that is absolutely <laughs> class. A very big uh, Yorkshire rivalry there uh, between uh, Leeds United uh, and Barnsley. But we have a good record. Hopefully, we continue that uh, that good record. Uh, hopefully, they're not one of our bogey teams. You know, we, we, I remember back in the day, we all used to just go there and just seem to lose or, or, or draw. Uh, I remember we, we got thumped for one away there uh, back in uh, 2011. So um, yeah, long time ago now. Yeah, uh, dark, dark memories. Yeah, just our recent record: four wins in our last five yeah. meetings with them. Hopefully, we continue that, and uh, hopefully, we do well. Uh, the team lineup: what, what are you going for? Who's going to start? I think it'll be the same. <laughs> I think it'll just same as Swansea. Yeah, I think so. Oh. Uh, maybe, maybe with Costa in. Maybe with Costa, Costa and Eddie and Ketty for me have to start. I think I think Costa might replace Jack Harrison, but I don't think it'll be any other changes. No. I've, Costa and Eddie, Eddie and Ketcher have to start for me. Have to start. I don't but, think Bamford's getting dropped, mate. Uh, but, personally, yeah. And we are doing well away from home. Bamford scored in in a note. He's scored in nearly every. It's gone every away game so far, aren't he, Bamford? Yeah, nearly every away game. Yeah, oh, uh, Wigan. So. Did he score Wigan, in? Bristol City, um, Stoke. Stoke. Yeah, scored in all three. Yeah. So. Well, why would you drop your striker that's scoring in away games? <laughs> yeah, that's fair should enough. We, should we just start Bamford away for a moment, just playing Kettier at home? Should we just do that? <laughs> we, 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 a home we, team and an away team. Yeah, we could, we could easily do that. Yeah. And if Bamford just keeps scoring away from home, it'd be a plus. Whenever we <laughs> we get a home game, he can just he can just sit on the, sit down, have a bit of a rest. Yeah, yeah, I, I reckon it could be in change as well. But I'd, I'd like to see Costa in there. I'd like to see Costa and Eddie and Kettier there. Well, yeah, we want to see the exciting get more players, game time. Yeah. Patience, I think, is the key here. Yeah, um, I think patience would be also patience with the system. Patience with the, with the with the season. I think we're going to be okay. Yeah, and uh, we we surely have to win, don't we? Score prediction. Three one, mate. Three one. You can think it's going to be comfortable. Malik Wilkes will score for them. Nailed on. I think we'll keep a clean sheet. I, I'm confident. Um, I'll go with the score that was uh, that 
that came uh, the last time we went there. 2-0. 3-1. Uh, Bamford and Wilkes to score. Oh, you're going goal scorers. I'm not I'm not going all our goal scorers. I just say Bamford will score at least one goal for us and Wilkes will get their goal. <laughs> That's what I'm going with. Yeah. I, I'm not going to predict goal I'm, scorers. Uh, yeah. And but, don't uh, put any bets on. I'm, I'm, I'm not, right now, I'm saying that. Don't put any bets on. Uh, don't give betting companies <laughs> any more money. <laughs> yes. Ser- seriously, just seriously, don't bet. Yeah, because we hate betting companies. Jordan, uh, Jordan uh, seems just just been just been screwed over for that. Yeah, he's been what banned from all kind of football he's activity not, for six weeks. But it's not just playing. He's, not, he's, he's not allowed to come to the ground. He's not allowed to speak to speak to any or interact with any club employees. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know whether that includes the players as well. Which it might do. Yeah, probably. And he's not allowed to speak to any of the trainers. And, and he's 19 years old and far away from home. So what they've said to him is basically, they put him under six-week house arrest. It's stupid. For, for gambling. I hate that. And, I mean, he looks what, down what, and he's a 32 what, what, red logo what, what, there. While, while the EFL uh, rampantly put uh, gambling companies' logos <laughs> yeah. on everything I they mean, can. We spoke about this uh, a, a lot uh, a couple of weeks ago and... There, there is a big problem there. If you want, if you don't want players to to, to bet anymore, there's a big get rid there's, of... there's a big problem with youth gambling in general. Yeah, it, it, everyone, nearly everyone I know, every lad between the ages of seventeen and twenty five is putting bets on every yeah. week. But Jordan every Stevens, week. Jordan Stevens, he, he's getting paid quite a bit, and he's just sticking a five one every now and again. I mean, I think it was, I think he spent five hundred quid in in six months. Uh, as a, profe- as a professional footballer. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. What is, what is that? Uh, I don't know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> well, per month, I'm crap at maths, but <laughs> not very much per month, especially not very much for a professional footballer. Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. And if, if if the FA really wanted to tackle down on this, then get get, get he, rid of... He bet on two Leeds games. That's the one where you got mostly punished for, yeah. betting on Leeds games. But it's a harsh punishment, though. Very harsh punishment. Leeds United have come out and said that it's a harsh punishment. You know, banned from all kind of footballing if, activities if for if six it, weeks. If they just slapped him with um, not being able to play for six weeks and a two grand fine, I don't think Leeds yeah. would have known that. Because he's 19 years old. He needs to train. He needs to keep on developing. To be out of football for six weeks... It's not good. It's not good. It's a very harsh punishment, and and the FA need to look at themselves. And because if you really mean, want to, mean, tap- meanwhile the FA just ignore racism yeah. <laughs> and other much bigger problems. Yeah, absolutely. Homophobia in the stands getting ignored yeah. while they're punishing people for having a flutter. Yeah, oh, it is stupid. It is stupid. And uh, yeah, if the FA really want to tackle this down, get rid of Skybet Championship. Just make it Championship. Yeah. The get rid of the Lad Brooks Scottish Premier League. Yeah. Get rid of thirty two red on our t shirts. Absolutely. John Stevens playing with a shirt with 32 red look on him. Bet365 Stadium for Stoke. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. It, it winds me up. It winds me up. But that's another topic for another day. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> uh, we, we've got to mention that at all. But John Stevens, yeah, banned for, for six weeks, which is a very harsh punishment. And but, then um, not only uh, did that happen, the BBC tweeted two articles about it. Match the Day retweeted both of them articles just because it's leads for clicks and to make us look bad. Yeah. Yeah, it is horrendous. It's horrendous, and uh, yeah, there is an issue there. Uh, but John Stevens, hopefully, hopefully, he just comes back in six weeks, and uh, he's he's ready to go again. And he's not being phased by by anything. It's a very harsh punishment. But uh, yeah, we went off on a bit of a tangent there. <laughs> back onto Barnsley. You're going to three one win. I'm going to go two 0 to Leeds United. We have to win this. Barnsley, they're awful. Leeds United, we need to get back to winning ways. And yeah, sure, hopefully we we can uh, win in the Yorkshire Derby away at Oakwell this weekend uh, by beating uh, Barnsley. Uh, that is this Sunday. 
lunchtime. Remember that. Uh, to our 30 kickoff. Uh, but that bring, does bring us to the end of episode 34 of the All Things These podcast. Thank you very much, as always, to Charles for joining me in the studio. Cheers for having me on, mate. And uh, thank you very much to uh, everyone who has listened as well or watched. Uh, we really do uh, appreciate it. Uh, if you enjoyed them, why not subscribe or follow the podcast? Uh, they should give us a five-star rating on iTunes, shouldn't they? Yeah, they should definitely yeah, do that. Definitely give us a five-star rating app of podcast if you're listening there. Uh, share the podcast uh, around as well. Make sure to follow All Things Leads on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, uh, and Instagram. Search up All Things Leads 1 on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Search up All Things Leads on Facebook. Uh, subscribe to the uh, YouTube channel as well if you have not already. Uh, me and Charles will be back uh, next week. Uh, but for now, take care and we'll see you later. <laughs>